we'd been waiting until the documentary came out because I was contracted uh, for that. And so that came out six weeks ago. And Donna and I have been really thinking about what our future holds. Um, and it's been a passion for mine. And I've sort of been ready for about 12 months. And um, even actually for this uh, AFLW season, um, I was asked to do a coaching role um, at one of the, even one of the Melbourne teams. But I couldn't because I was contracted for the doco. People have connected the dots. Well, West Coast have got a uh, position available. Um, yes, I want to coach again. But you know what? Let's let's not put the the cup for the horse. There may be some other clubs in Melbourne as well who make a decision not to go with their with their coach. So I, I'm just being uh, prepared, if you like, for any case scenario. That's the voice of Danny Laidley on SENWA Breakfast with Scotty Cummings and this man, Tim Gossage, who's been good enough to join us. Hello, Tim. Hello, Jules. Yes, good afternoon. Uh, yeah, a, a significant step forward in the, to, to the return of, of course, Danny into football. What? Uh, so what do you take out of the chat with Danny and what sort of chance do you think she would have of landing that job if she throws her hat into the ring? Very good chance of mm. landing that job. I'm aware of the board being aware of um, Danny's intentions and she's trying to explain the, the timings of it. I think intelligence as a former AFL coach, it will go a long way. It does need a spark to lift uh, the program and it's not a gimmick. I think there's genuine football intel there that could be utilised by the West Coast Eagles. Now, since I posted on socials a couple of days ago that this was certainly picking up a bit of momentum, yeah. there's been... The same old stuff from the same old groups or same old trying to dig up the past. Yeah. I think we're trying to move forward in the world. Yeah, we've got a bit of that coming through on the 40 Wings temper here too. Oh. And look, people are entitled to their opinion. Mm-hmm. Just take it back to football. I think they'll do their due diligence. They'll check to say whether Danny's committed to, to doing it. I think uh, the fact is that lives in Perth predominantly sort of most of the year, shortened season, probably not up to the cut and thrust of a a job at the senior men's level in any way as an assistant. Perfect opportunity the way that the, the season and the length of season and the responsibility of the job is there. And um, I think West Coast could do a lot worse and at least have a very strong conversation with Danny. Would there be any concerns that she's been out of football for like eight years now? Would that be a concern, do you think, at all for the Eagles hierarchy? Uh, you, you, yes and no, to be honest. Look, I... I don't think Danny's been completely removed from interesting interest in the game and knowledge of the game and, and attending games and has a real awareness of the game. It's obviously strong connection still with the, the North Melbourne uh, group um, and has certainly um, connect, reconnected over in Western Australia with a lot of the expat North Melbourne and West Coast um, groups. So I don't think we're not talking about you know being on another planet. I think we're talking about someone who's certainly... Um, aware of how the football landscape has changed. And even this morning when speaking to Danny, Danny was very strong in saying, look, I understand the game has changed from the hard nose and you coach uh, the women and the girls differently than you do the guys, the way you go about it. So um, I think fully aware of, of what's changed, but I don't think the game and the way the game is played or will be coached is beyond Danny Knight. Don Pike, addressing the media at the moment, was asked about uh, Danny Lately. He said, I haven't had any conversations of that nature, but have seen the media speculation. I would see that as an option, I would have thought, if she was interested in pursuing the process. I'm assuming, Goss, that uh, 
Most West Coast people or fans would be happy with the appointment of Don Pike. He knows the club. He knows football. And uh, that's what this club needs right now. It does. He's going to bring some fresh ideas. He's an incredibly successful uh, businessman in his own right. Um, he's got the football intel again. He, like he's filling big shoes, Trevor Nisbet. And I know the West Coast have really you know, struggled on field and, and with some of their, through since the sort of COVID full stop and forward, things haven't really gone according to plan. But uh, Trevor Nisbet is an outstanding administrator. And I don't think Trevor Nisbet will say the last of Trevor Nisbet is in senior executive role uh, in the corporate world. So I think Trevor will take a well-earned break uh, into the new year and then return in some in some form. But I think it's a great uh, a great appointment. You know, I don't know how many genuine other frontline options there were, but Don ticked all the boxes. Great West Australian knows the club, um, and look, the handover will be smooth. I think there's a lot of respect between the two, and and uh, onwards and upwards for West Coast. He's going to have to make some tough decisions. I think there's. A real gener- um, I think the place needs to be rejuvenated and regenerated, um, coming off a low base on and off the field in regards to some of the dynamics of the club. But at the end of the day, I think uh, plenty in the coffers, great facility, uh, transition of the group and yep. the playing group. And, and as I mentioned, Trevor is but a, a terrific administrator. What, what are some of those hard decisions he's got to make pretty early days and... What's the first thing he's got to get right as the new boss football of the department. Eagles? Yeah, football department. Mm. And, you know, and you know, he's coming from a very... I mean, and, and they've been a successful football club. Uh, 2018 wasn't that long ago, but it, it has sort of lost its way. But there's been some appointments that uh, the football department have made. But they've got to get everything right. Now, they've done some really good space. They've got their S&C, their, you know, their phys ed staff, um, their sort of... Uh, recovery staff, their medical staff, that that whole group, their football department, defined roles. But there's a lot of long-term people at the footy club. And this is not about getting rid of those people, but it's about setting KPIs for all of them and saying, this is the job. This is how Don sees the job. Um, Trevor Nisbet, one thing Trevor Nisbet has always been, Jules, and, and, and Trevor is a friend of mine, and Trevor is mm-hmm. very supportive of me several years ago when my career took a bit of a twist, an unexpected twist through TV being taken away from me. You know how, what that's like. So at the end of the day... TV's it, overrated, I, Goss. I totally agree. I don't even watch it. I don't even know it's on now. Jules, to be really honest with you. Uh, I love radio. I love SCN. Uh, I love Hutchie. Uh, so uh, we talk about... We, we, Trevor was very Second supportive that. of me. Trevor is incredibly loyal. Now, sometimes loyalty can murky the waters a little bit. And I think a lot of those staff that have been there a long time, it's now to rejuvenate, regenerate them, their job, their roles, and the football club is in great shape with really good people. It's not about getting rid of people. It's about defining the roles and getting everyone to lift the level. Raising the, it's about raising the standards, isn't it? Standards dropped 100%. at West Coast. 100%. And what, I don't know standards have dropped, but I disagree. Kane is big on that. I mean, I talk, Greg Clark's a prime example. Greg Clark came in and played, I don't know, 17 or 21 mm-hmm. games or whatever it was, never played in a winning game. When you talk to Greg Clark now, he could be bitter and twisted about leaving. He loved it. He loved the standards. He loved being driven by the playing group. Yeah, they didn't win games. Yes, there was a moment where they were a little bit unfit. Yes, COVID came along, they didn't handle it very well. I think Don Pike won't take a backward step. Trevor Nisbet was never a frontline CEO. He's not a liniment sniffer. There's a few CEOs in the, over the journey of the liniment sniffers who are there in the song and Trevor's always been a little bit removed. Yes, he's been passionate, but he's been removed. Don Pike will have that football intel that I think the football department needs first and foremost. 
but as a holistic view of the football club, they need to be better. They need to return to the absolute peace, the, 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 the top prize that they often were considered amongst the competition on and off the field. They've got a great facility, got great people, and the handover will be big. But Don Pike's got a really defined roles, and I think he will. I don't think he'll come in and cut and thrust and go right through them, but I think he'll eventually turn 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 the place back in with a whole rejuvenation, which is much needed. Nice line from one of our colleagues, Adam Papalia, the godfather being replaced by the Don. <laughs> Very nice mm. work. And uh, one nice off the tip of text here is, uh, who's the bigger Pike in WA now, Willie or Don? Uh, Willie. Willie. <laughs> There you go. Hope Don's not listening to that day. Tim, thanks for your time as always. Plenty going on uh, over in WA. Well done with the chat with Danny Laidley this morning. It was uh, it was great radio. Good on you. Thanks, George. Appreciate it.